0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 599. On one occasion, after a person had asked me for prayer, when I met the Lord, I said to him, jesus i especially love those souls whom you love and jesus answered and as for me i bestow special graces on those souls for whom you intercede how wondrously jesus defends me truly this is a great grace of god which i have experienced for a long time now once when one of our sisters became fatally ill and all the community was gathered together There was also a priest there who gave the sister absolution. Suddenly I saw many spirits of darkness. Then, forgetting that I was with the sisters, I seized the holy water sprinkler and sprinkled the spirits, and they disappeared at once. However, when the sisters came to the refectory, Mother Superior, Borgia, remarked that I should not have sprinkled the sick sister in the presence of the priest, as this was his duty I accepted the admonition in the spirit of penance, but holy water is indeed of great help to the dying. My Jesus, you see how weak I am of myself. Therefore, you yourself direct my affairs, and know, Jesus, that without you, I will not budge for any cause, but with you I will take on the most difficult things. January 29th. 1936. In the evening, when I was in my cell, I saw—I suddenly saw a great light and a dark gray cross high up within the light. Suddenly, I found myself caught up close to the cross. I gazed at it intently, but I could not understand anything, and so I prayed, asking what it could mean. At that moment, I saw the Lord Jesus— and the cross disappeared. The Lord Jesus was sitting in a great light, and his legs up to his knees were drowned in the light so that I could not see them. Jesus bent toward me, looked at me kindly, and spoke to me about the will of the Heavenly Father. He told me that the most perfect and holy soul is the one that does the will of my Father, but there are not many such and that he looks with special love upon the soul who lives his will. And Jesus told me that I was doing the will of God perfectly. And for this reason, I am uniting myself with you and communing with you in a special and intimate way. God embraces with his incomprehensible love the soul who lives by his will. I understood how much God loves us, how simple He is, though incomprehensible, and how easy it is to commune with Him, despite His great majesty. With no one do I feel as free and as much at ease as with Him. Even a mother and her truly loving child do not understand each other so well as God and I do. When I was in that state of communion with God, I saw two particular persons, and their sad interior condition was revealed to me. They were in a sorrowful state, but I trust that they too will glorify the mercy of God. At the same time, I saw a certain person, Father Sopotchko, and, in part, the condition of his soul and the ordeals God was sending him. His sufferings were of the mind and in a form so acute that I pitied him, and said to the Lord, Why do you treat him like that? And the Lord answered, For the sake of his triple crown. And the Lord also gave me to understand what unimaginable glory awaits the person who resembles the suffering Jesus here on earth. That person will resemble Jesus in his glory. The Heavenly Father will recognize and glorify our soul to the extent that he sees in us a resemblance to his Son. I understood that this assimilation into Jesus is granted to us while we are here on earth. I see pure and innocent souls upon whom God has exercised his justice. These souls are the victims who sustain the world and who fill up what is lacking in the passion of Jesus. They are not many in number. I rejoice greatly that God has allowed me to know such souls. Jesus told St. Faustina here that he bestows special graces on the souls for whom she intercedes. So we should ask her for her intercession. She recounts the story of praying at the bedside of a dying sister There were other sisters there as well, and a priest who gave the sister absolution. Saint Faustina saw many dark spirits arrive. Uh, Saint Faustina drove them away by sprinkling them with holy water. The other sisters didn't understand what she was doing since they didn't see the evil spirits. The mother superior later corrected her, saying she should have left it to the priest to use holy water on the sick sister. Uh, St. Faustina humbly accepted the correction without revealing the supernatural reality of what had taken place. Faustina writes that holy water is a great help to the dying, so we should have it in our homes and use it. St. Faustina learns from Jesus in a vision that the most perfect and holy souls are those that uh, always do the will of his Father but he laments that there are so few who do this. So let's strive to always seek to do God's will. Again, St. Faustina writes about the suffering of Father Sapochko. We should all offer the sufferings of our lives to our Heavenly Father, uniting them with his sufferings, the sufferings of Jesus on the cross. Um, St. Faustina talks about what is lacking in the um, suffering of Christ on the cross. Well, obviously, His uh, sacrifice was perfect and nothing was lacking, but what is lacking is uh, the acceptance of people, the openness of people to open their hearts to receive the graces flowing from his passion. So let's continue to offer our sufferings for that uh, intention. And then our sufferings, united with those of Jesus on the cross, will have great value.